0: Let's dive into today's cyber news. Good morning, friends. It's Monday, December 11th, 2023, two weeks till Christmas. And this is the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. I am your host, retired FBI Supervisory Special Agent Darren Mott. And you're probably hoping, hey, maybe cybercrime took a break over the weekend. And it seemed to a little bit. There wasn't a whole ton of like attacks and stuff, at least that I could necessarily find in my particular set of news feeds. If you have any favorite cyber news feeds you like to use, please pass them my way. I'm always looking for new new sources of information that I may be missing out on. But let's get to, uh, I have about seven or eight things here listed. Some are more more opinion pieces, Um, so they'll be brief brief looks at those. But let's get into the first major thing from the weekend. And this was has to do with if you're a Windows user, we mentioned last week, or I mentioned last week, there was a vulnerability called logo fail that impacted a lot of different PCs. Well, um, research into this problem has now shown that logo fail vulnerabilities may affect 95% of computers, researchers say this is from scmagazine.com. Laura French is reporting firmware vulnerabilities that may affect 95% of computers allow hackers to flout boot security and execute malware upon startup, researchers say. The flaw stems from image parsers used in UEFI system firmware to load logo images on startup screens, earning the name Logo Fail. Quote, hundreds of consumers and enterprise grade devices from various vendors, including Intel, Acer and Lenovo are potentially vulnerable, warned researchers from firmware supply chain security company Binerly, who discovered the bugs. It was first discovered on November 29th when we first reported it. But now what they're saying is that um, it's it's much a much bigger issue than they originally thought. Uh, And while researchers have not been able to compile a full list of affected device models, they report the vulnerabilities to major IBV and device vendor months before disclosing the details of LogoFail. Users will need to make sure their computer firmware is up to date to protect against LogoFail exploits. For example, Lenovo released a security advisory and instructions on how to update specific device models. What you can do on most of your PCs is uh, you can go in and you can do firmware updates on your hardware. You kind of have to look into your hardware, like your your motherboards and your processors and stuff and look for those specific, specific um, firmware updates, but definitely make those make those updates where you can. Otherwise, your system is vulnerable. And that's not something you necessarily want. All right, from CybersecurityInsiders.com, Navin Good reporting. Stay, Star Blizzard cyber attacks on the UK. Star Blizzard, a hacking group allegedly sponsored by Russia's intelligence agency, Center 18, has recently made headlines for engaging in long-term espionage on prominent figures in the United Kingdom, including 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 top politicians, journalists, and bureaucrats. The discovery of this covert activity is recent, and the extent of the image is yet to be fully released. Over the years, such nations, such as China, Russia, North Korea, and more recently, Iran, have been involved in spying on Western populations more recently, or over the years, yeah, over the decades, how about that? However, the current situation takes a more serious turn as the Kremlin is directly accused of orchestrating digital attacks on the critical infrastructure of the United Kingdom. Now, there's more to this article you can certainly go look at. It's really not very long. Um, But I pointed out simply to say Say that whoever star blizzard is and i'm not sure who came up with that name what because everybody all these research organizations have their own names for these hacking groups even though the hacking groups are all the same they all have different names so it's hard to keep track of who they are and what they what they do but for this particular group even though we we're talking about the uk here you can fully expect that the us and other countries are either currently under attack and being victimized by this intelligence entity um and just haven't discovered it yet or will be very soon. So the point being, you know, obviously we, something we, everybody needs to look out on now, you know, this particular group targets is politicians, generals, and bureaucrats. So are they tired of getting businesses? Not necessarily, but if you are an entity, a business that works within the national security realm in some way, shape or form, just understand they'll be looking for you too. So again, having an insider threat program, being able to identify and having threat intelligence is the way to minimize your risk from all of this uh, cybernews.com. This is more of a opinion piece, but it's trafficking for cyber fraud is globalizing, says Interpol. Interpol said its first operation targeting human trafficking fueled cyber fraud showed that the criminal industry was going global, spreading beyond its origins in Southeast Asia with scam centers emerging as far away as Latin America. Now all these particular scam centers, you probably recognize as being largely Indian. Cause I know those are all the calls I, I get, but It's now obviously looking to to branch out. So the Global Police Coordination Body Interpol said law enforcement from more than 20 countries in October carried out inspections at hundreds of of trafficking and smuggling hotspots, many known to be used to traffic victims to commit online fraud on an industrial scale, while enduring abject physical abuse. And that's an interesting point that um, I don't really think I was necessarily new or really paid attention to, that when you get some of these calls, some of these scam calls, the person doing it may be being forced to do it. So that's an interesting perspective to, to understand. This coordinated operation, back to the story, which led to hundreds of arrests, demonstrated the expanding geographical footprint of the crime, the agency said. With examples including Malaysians lured to Peru by promises of highly paid work and Ugandan nationals taken to Dubai and then Thailand and Myanmar, where they were confined under guard and taught to defraud banks. While most cases are still in Southeast Asia, Rosemary Nalabuga assistant director of the vulnerable communities at Interpol said in a statement, this modus operandi is spreading with victims sourced from other continents and new scam centers appearing as far afield as Latin America. Now, why are they doing this? Because it's working. I mean, if this did not make money for these entities doing it, um, you would see more of it. But it's an interesting blending now of human trafficking and cyber fraud. Um, so, I mean, cyber is being intermixed and everything. So, again, something to be aware of when you get those calls from the Indian folks saying, hey, this is from Medicare whatever. Maybe um, they are not doing it of their free will. So interesting, interesting note there. Believingcomputer.com. Lawrence Abrams reporting. This is a good this is a good news story, by the way. Alpha V ransomware site outage rumored to be caused by law enforcement. Now it's a good story if it's true, but a law enforcement operation is rumored to be behind the outage affecting Alpha V's ransomware gang's website over the last 30 hours. The Alpha V negotiation and data leak site supposedly went unavailable on when was this? Been on the 7th and continuing into the 8th. Bleeping Computer confirmed that unique Tor. Negotiation URLs shared with victims and ransom notes are also down indicating a disruption to the ransomware gangs, publicly facing infrastructure and a halt to ongoing negotiation. So this is a good thing for bad for, for victims. Well, actually maybe a bad thing for victims. If you're trying to, if you're trying to get your decryption keys, but if it's any kind of um, uh, you know, some kind of, Law enforcement entity to take these down. Fantastic. I hope I hope it works out. I, but the problem is, honestly, even if they did this, it's just a matter of time before new infrastructure is up and going. But as again, it's a whack-a-mole situation and you got to keep whacking the moles. Securityaffairs.com, Paralugi Paganini reporting. Researcher discovered a new lock screen bypass bug for Android 14 and 13 so researchers discovered a lock screen bypass bug in android 14 and 13 that could expose sensitive data in users google accounts the security researcher jose rodriguez discovered a new lock screen bypass vulnerability for androids 14 and 13. a threat actor with physical access to a device can access access photos contacts browser history more now Obviously, the threat actor has has to have physical access to the device, but it does mean if someone steals your Android phone and has the ability to bypass your lock screen, then all your data could be lost. So, um, my, so I mean, I, I just point this out just to note that if you're an Android user, you may want to make sure you have everything um, updated. The problem is this particular issue was, was uh, reported to Google in May. Uh, And pointed out at the end of November, it still existed and still no update. So unfortunately for you, if you're an Android 14 or 13 user, this particular vulnerability exists. But again, it's really only a problem if your computer's stolen. But again, goes to show, you know, hardware, software is human made. Humans are fallible. So software and hardware are fallible. It is what it is. We just have to deal with it. And ideally, update your stuff when you need to. From CyberDefenseMagazine.com, Mark Venables reporting. Cold wallets are no longer optional in cryptocurrency absolutely i would agree with that 100% in june july 2030 I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me start that over. In July 2023, how about that? The cryptocurrency sector saw a significant escalation of cyber-related incidents. The loss was initially reported at $486 million, but has since been recalculated to reflect new information and placed closer to $390 million. So I guess that's way better. The reduction gave little comfort to those who saw losses during the month and didn't do much to set the crypto world at ease. Most losses were attributed to the Ethereum platform, which lost over $350 million in 36 incidents. By Finance recorded notable losses, totaling around 11 million for 18 incidents. Um, According to recovery efforts, their success was minor, with only 7.63 million reclaimed. The gravity of this July incident report becomes even more apparent compared to July 2022, when slightly more than 80 million in cryptocurrency was lost to incidents. The five fold increase occurred over access control exploits, rug pulls, and re entrancy attacks. It was a stark reminder that cryptocurrency holders must take security more seriously. And, what the, and a couple things on this, and you can read more on this. It talks about cold wallets, and this one I'm going to kind of get into. Cold wallet is basically you are off-porting all of your, addre- your, your crypto addresses, your, your blockchain addresses. So it's something that's not connected to the internet. Usually a USB driver could be a hard drive or whatever. If not, you have them stored in the places where you bought them. And if that particular service gets compromised, you're screwed. You're not getting your money back ever like as noted here 7 uh, 7 million of 350 was recovered but that's a rarity so again the the point highlighting here is if you are in the cryptocurrency game if you are using cryptocurrency if you maintain or have buy trade cryptocurrency store your blockchain addresses in a cold wallet have some, something you physically maintain yourself and is only accessible if you take that USB drive and plug it into the computer. That's the only time it touches the internet. So again, do that to protect your, protect your data. Otherwise you're at risk for losing it and you have no one to blame but yourself. Also turn on multi-factor authentication on your accounts, wherever you're, if you're using Coinbase, you're using Binance, you're using whoever else. If they're not using multi-factor authentication, don't use them as your currency currency um, location, your currency, um, I'm forgetting what the name is, but uh, the place where you buy the cryptocurrency, right? The currency exchange. If that's the currency exchange, doesn't have multi-factor authentication, don't use them. Go to another one. Find one that does. It'll be much better for you. And lastly, welivesecurity.com. This is uh, from the editor, whoever that is. Surge in deceptive loan apps. The week in security with Tony Anscombe. So it's Tony Anscombe. ESET Research reveals details about a growth in the number of deceptive loan loan apps on Android, their origins, and modus operandi. This week, ESET researchers have taken a look at a steep increase in deceptive loan apps for Android, According to the research, there's been a large growth of these apps across unofficial third-party app stores, Google Play, and websites since the beginning of 2023. These apps request various sensitive data from their users and then exfiltrate them to attacker servers. This data is then used to blackmail the users of these apps, focusing on users from Southeast Asia, Africa, and Latin America. I point this particular article out because just because it's focused on those three areas doesn't mean it's not coming to an Apple store near, or I'm sorry, a Google Play store near you. So again, if you're an Android user, be aware of this new particular problem. That was the extent of the article. So you don't have to go read this one. That was it. But but essentially, um, if you're an Android user, this goes back to where you should download your apps from. Make sure you're using Google Play Store and their official apps, not unofficial apps from third-party app stores, because all that's going to do is cause you problems down the line. So this is just more of a safety tip more than anything else. If you're an Android user, um, just to be careful because you are far more targeted than Apple users because of the ability to find vulnerabilities and download third-party apps with this kind of malware attached is a lot easier in the Android world. That is going to do it for this today's episode of the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. Uh, if you're so inclined, check out my other podcast, The Cyber Guy Podcast. I'm going to be putting out a couple new episodes this week. I've been a little lax on that lately, but I'm going to get back around to it today. Uh, and so look for some of those as well. And if you have thoughts, comments, suggestions on the podcast, you're welcome to email me darren at thecyberguy.com, or you can follow me on any of my social media platforms, Substack X. I'm on Facebook and Instagram for what it's worth, Uh, but primarily LinkedIn is where you want to find me more than anywhere else. As always, know that knowledge is protection. If we can understand the threats targeting us, we can assess our risk and proceed wisely. Thanks again for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Cyber Smart Morning News is written and produced by Cyber Guy Productions. Feel free to email thoughts, comments, or suggestions to darren at thecyberguy.com or follow Darren on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash in slash Mott. Thanks for listening.